Good morning, good morning. This is Kelly O'Connor, and welcome to the College Money Academy's College Hacker Podcast. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who didn't cheat on the FAFSA and who most of us had kids who finished high school as an average student, how are we packaging our kids, researching and selecting schools and negotiating with colleges to get 50 to 80% off the listed cost of attendance? That was the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kelly O'Connor, and welcome to College Hackers. Hey friends, Kelly O'Connor here with College Money Academy. Uh, This past weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and I hope uh, you got some great time with your family. Um, uh, Certainly, uh, I've got my flag behind me, uh, very proud of that. But, uh, you know, this weekend, um, as I was just thinking about some other, just a variety of things, I decided to... I don't know, the word manifesto isn't quite right, but I decided I didn't just want to write, um, you know, a, a new um, motto or, uh, God, what do they call that? Uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, I wanted to write something a little bit more reflective of, of who we are. And I don't have it memorized by any means. It's super easy, but uh, but it's all right. Um, I want to share it. I want to share it today before we get to secret number three and the history of it, because um, uh, it's interesting. But um, but here's here's what I wrote, kind of a little mini manifesto for College Money Academy. My name's Kelly O'Connor, and I'm part of a group of underground parents you've probably never heard of. Many of us have very little to nothing saved for college, and we don't believe that our only option to send our kid to college is through the use of parent and student loan debt provided by our government. Many of us have plenty of money saved, and we don't believe that our only option is to deplete those savings and pay the full price just because we have the money to get our kid to school. All of us believe that the price for college is artificially inflated, and, excuse me, all of us believe that the price for college is artificially inflated and that with the right knowledge and strategy, we won't pay the full sticker price, not even close which drastically limits any debt used and also preserves our capital. But because we're fighting against the partnerships between the government, the universities, and the financial institutions, we have to do things differently. We have to do things smarter. So how do we do it? How is it even possible? If you pay attention to the bank's advertisements, they're gonna tell you to take out an equity loan to pay for school. Financial advisors and financial planning institutions will analyze how much you need to be saving every month into their investment account based upon the listed cost of attendance, but we know we won't pay that price. All of them will tell you what we're doing isn't real, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through the art and science that we call college hacking. We are college hacking, and these are our stories. So, I like it. I wanted to share it with you. I'm definitely gonna get that one memorized. Um, But you can hear these stories you can hear, uh, you can watch all the videos we have on our page uh, of, of clients that actually were willing to sit down and, and um, be recorded. Uh, you can um, hear the story I did a few days ago about, about the mom that uh, I, I worked with this past year and her son. But today, what I wanted to go through was, was secret number three. Now, we've already discussed... Um, the the full history, kind of our origin story, and the full history of secret number one and two, which are 
ignore the sticker price, which is the, the cost of attendance as it's, as it's de um, defined. Ignore the cost of attendance. Ignore the sticker price. You will not pay that. And as I mentioned before, as I was learning to become one of these typical college planners, how I uncovered these three things that are really overlooked. And it makes sense why, because the college planners, they, they want to, they get paid to help package your kid and get your kid admitted. And if your kid gets approved and you have multiple options for schools, they did their job. And then secondly, they want to help you with the financial vehicles you need to pay the bill. But, but they are all overlooking these three little secrets. And the first one that I discovered that changed everything for me was you're not, you don't ignore the sticker price, man. You're not going to pay that. And, and I mentioned how, um, you know, it's similar to going into Starbucks or a garage sale. If we go into Starbucks and buy two cups of coffee, if you and I are there together, we pay the eight bucks and get our coffee. We don't lean over the counter and ask the kid behind the counter, hey man, can you take five bucks off, right? Give me a good deal, would you? We pay the eight bucks. We understand that. But we could walk directly across the street to a garage sale and see that there's an item listed for eight bucks and we know that there's some room for negotiation. We know we could say, hey man, what if you give me five bucks off? I'll give you three dollars right now. So the, the problem financial planners and most parents um, do is they, on this one secret, they, they make college um, as a Starbucks and, and it just isn't. It flat out is not. And because we have to then move to secret number two, which is they will virtually always give you a low offer to see if you take it. And the reason they can do that, see, this wasn't the case when I was going to school. I'm, I'm about to turn 48. Um, I graduated high school in 1989. The reason this didn't this didn't happen then was because the schools um, didn't have the government behind them the way that they do now, and and the parents didn't either. The government provides so much money to make it happen that of course the school is going to inflate their prices, and of course they're going to wait to see if you take the government's offer. The government knows full well, as I mentioned a few days ago, what they're doing. They're the ones who create the, the application and the internal calculations of those financial aid applications. They know the number that's generated, the EFC, the expected family contributions, high for everybody. And they know that the schools see that number and the schools, it appears you can afford it. So the school gives you a low offer to see if you either pay it or take the government money. It's a great system for them. So, um, so secret two is they will virtually always give you a low offer unless you're just that ultimate crazy elite student. Well, that's the very small percentage, obviously. So the majority of us, whether we have a lot of money saved or whether we don't have a lot of money saved, virtually all of us are going to get a low offer, which means that for those who have the money and if you could get more money from the school, would you take it or are you just going to deplete your savings just because you got it? Of course not. You, you would hold on to that money if you could. Now, the problem with these first two secrets is that parents, when they make the decision based upon the sticker price, well, then what they do is they tell their kid, oh, kids, sorry, you can't go to that $50,000 school, so we got to apply over here and over here. We got to go to some substandard schools for you, even though you could probably get in because we can't afford it. And that's a huge mistake because those schools, if they want the kid, will belly up. So let's look at secret number three. Secret number three is you can appeal the financial aid award. So... I want to go back. There was, um, it's, it's kind of fun how this lesson ties in for me. I was about 10 years old and it was a summer day. I remember this very clearly. It was a clear day. I was running errands with my dad. We're in our big blue pickup truck and uh, we're hungry and we go by uh, McDonald's and back where I grew up, um, which was close to here, 
this little kind of top of a hill had like a few fast food restaurants. This McDonald's was on top of a hill. And as you looked west, there wasn't any new construction. You can't see it now, but, but um, you just had this beautiful view of the Rockies. And I remember that. It was this beautiful summer day. We're running errands. We're hungry. And we're in line at the drive-thru. And my dad just starts talking. And he's like, Kelly, he goes, I want to tell you something. Don't ever forget to ask. Like, what? I remember, I didn't know where he was going. What? <laughs> ask for what? He's like, let me show you. So we pull up to the drive-thru window. <laughs> and, you know, back then, they weren't you know, McDonald's was, you know, very much ahead of their time. And certainly their process was what made them so famous. But, you know, they, they weren't as even uh, certainly advanced as they are now. But what they do is they just make a bunch of food, put it under the heat lamp. So my daddy pulls up and, and uh, he was very nice to the person behind the counter. And then he said, hey, do you by chance have any hamburgers that have been under the heat lamp for too long that instead of the trash can getting them, then just two hungry guys here, my, you know, my, my growing son that, that we could enjoy them instead of the trash can. And the girl got a huge smile on her face <laughs> and she turned around she came back and she handed us six Big Macs, right? My dad didn't know it was going to happen, but it would have been a lesson either way, right? What's the worst thing she could have said was no, but he looks over at me with this huge grin on his face and he goes, see, right? And I, it just stuck with me. I, I just remembered that, you know, I mean, I still remember that lesson. I remember the day. I remember the truck. I remember the view. And uh, you ask. And secret number three is this. And it's this simple. And I've told you before on, on, on one, of, one of the first videos that I did here about a week ago. I'm like, we're not selling some widget. There's no crazy software. This isn't some, you know, um, it's just knowledge and a strategy. And, and the third piece to these secrets is the simplest one of them all. You just ask. You appeal the financial aid award. You, you see the sticker price of $8 at the garage sale and you ask if they'll take three instead. So you appeal them. You ask them to reconsider. Now, as you can imagine, there's all kinds of people that are barking and complaining and flooding those offices with with, with issues and problems. So you have to do it in a, in a very respectful, in a very um, well done way coming from the kid. And see, we, we provide all that within our academy. We provide the sample letters for you to use. So you back up a little bit, or you, you, not from when I was 10, you, you, you back up just, you know, eight or so years ago when I then discovered this third secret. And now it was all tied in. You ignore the price, you're not going to pay that. If your kid can get in, you go for it. They're going to lowball you. That's fine. Expect it. But you know the averages. You know if your kid's above average and you know their average offer. So you know if they did give you a low one or not. And then you ask them to reconsider. And here's what you do. You put them competing for your kid, not your kid competing for them. You see, they know where you submitted your test scores. So they know their competition. And if the kid did their research right and went after schools that would likely want them, one of them is going to want to date them. Now, in some cases, the appeals produce nothing. In some, they produce something small. And in some, they go big. And that happened to me. My very own story, we appealed three schools for my daughter. Um, one said nothing. Michigan State, nothing. University of Kansas, where I went to school, offered nothing the first time. 
a low offer, and they knew she was family. They knew she was the daughter of an alumnus. We appealed, and they came back with a $5,000 legacy grant. The alumnus family grant, right? Oh, your legacy, here's five grand a year. Well, why didn't they do that the first time? They knew she was family. Why didn't you offer my kid the legacy grant the first time? Well, they wanted to see if we'd take the deal. That right there was five grand a year, 20 grand over four years. That, that's almost a free year. That could have made all the difference in the world. That could have made the, the difference to, to get her there. The next school, the third one, $14,700. That's the school she went to. So when I discovered this, the a conflict kind of became, well, how do, how, do I, how do I make this work? And as I've described to you before already, you know, I, I, I was a college planner. And, and I, I, people pay attention to what they pay for. So I was providing all this college knowledge with refusing to be a paid college planner, as I've detailed before. I did not want to do that. I wanted to serve everybody and give every kid of every family the opportunity to get to the school they've earned and deserved and, 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 and make it reasonable. And then also, you know, attempt to work with them financially. That was a very difficult bridge to cross because they just saw me as this college planner, not their financial guy. But I refused to change that model until I created College Money Academy. And now what College Money Academy allows me to do is teach this to every family, regardless of how much money they have saved up, and teach the strategies behind these three secrets and how to go after the college's money. Because on their very first aid offer, that money is virtually never on the table. So that's what we achieved. That's what we accomplished with College Money Academy. And as I've, and, and well, and really now what's happened is the, 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 the transformation in what I've been able to do where I was struggling with it for five years on how to implement this with families is now literally help thousands of families across the country make this happen. And all within the digital arena. So, but I've needed to upgrade it. And I've mentioned this to you um, already that uh, I am working very diligently and I'm launching a, a kind of a 2.0. So um, for the 47 bucks a month, and the reason it's a monthly basis is technically you could get in and consume everything. You could, but um, it, it just takes time. There's a process to this whole college thing. There is, so it's gotta be reasonable. And I know full well that there's enough, that there's just tons of value in my academy for you. Um, but it takes, it takes some time to, to strategize and get all this working, um, you know, together. So it's, it's a monthly thing, but technically you could get in at 47 bucks, consume everything and cancel. That's fine. But at, at the 47 bucks a month right now, what you're going to get is you're going to get grandfathered into all the new stuff that I'm bringing, that I'm coming out with. But as soon as that launches, then, you know, that, that's done. So for now, you get the entire academy, every single video module, the entire thing, the appeal letters, all of it. And then once I launch, you're going to get the, you're going to get the, the ebook version of every module. You're going to get the audio format of it as well. So in case you're not a, into consuming the video, um, you're going to get a college hacker t-shirt. You're going to get, um, you're going to get the uh, the the guide, the workbook that we're creating. Um, you're going to get the two the the some of the new videos that I'm creating alongside them. So there's going to be the original academy, and then there's going to be some additional commentary. 
um, you're going to get, oh yeah, the timeline um, map. Um, that's something that once your kid's a senior, you can post up on your fridge and it's a, it's a Gantt chart of, uh, of the timeline for what you need to be following so you're not feeling like you're missing out on something. And then the detail of that, uh, a, a, you know, a, an ebook detail of that timeline. And let's see. Um, oh yeah, you're going to get access to the private member only Facebook page where I get to do a lot of one on, you know, I can do, I, I can have additional conversations with those who are members who are in, um, and, uh, and answer questions and, and work people and work with people and, you know, and do webinars and live chats like this with individuals. So that's going to be really great. You get full access to that. But as soon as I launch all this, um, and I'm working diligently, diligently to get it launched, then some of those items are going to be, um, you know, additional, um, just kind of a little upsell uh, in order to get access to that. But everybody will get the academy. So um, I want to remind you. So if you go to College Money Academy, you'll see the one step away challenge. And um, I like that because literally you are one step away. You're one step away from not having to just deplete all your, you know, the assets that you've accumulated to send your kid to college just because you have it, right? The, you're one step away from just discovering that because you make so much money, you know, then how they tell you that uh, you won't get any aid, it's complete hogwash. And you actually have the ability to preserve your capital with using these strategies. You're one step away from not having to take on uh, a lot of the debt yourself and certainly for your kiddo. You're one step away from your kid getting to the school that they have worked so hard um, to, um, to attain. So go to College Money Academy, enroll, get started, begin consuming the information in there. And if you know of any families to where their kids may be going into eighth grade and certainly in high school, uh, I'd ask that, uh, that, that you, you tag them in this video um, just so they can find us, dig in themselves, and have the opportunity. Because for them, if college is right around the corner, Boy, I tell you what, um, it's literally the, the difference of tens of thousands of dollars to them uh, over the course of the four years to send their kid to college. And uh, it's very unfortunate when that happens. I see it all the time when I, I, I talk with families and their, you know, their first or second kid's already through. And there's, um, you know, I was just talking to this one guy who's been in 17 grand a semester. Um, and he has for the past four years. This kid graduated. And his kid was an exceptional student, and I looked at the averages and all that, and I probably could have got it for about eight or nine, about half. He just didn't know. That was it. There was no difference. The scenario is the exact same. He just accepted their offer is all that he did. And he had the money, and his advisors told him, don't even go through the process. You won't qualify for anything, which is complete crap. So he just... You know, fortunately, he had the money to do so, but literally he paid double of what he would have had to have paid. And he has a second kid right now who's just starting. That that money could have gone towards that kiddo. And we're getting a good deal on that kiddo, though. Um, so dig in, collegemoneyacademy.com. Um, join the college hackers, man. Be a college hacker with us. We look forward to working with you. Bye-bye. Would you like to see behind the scenes of what we're actually doing each day to help families reduce the cost of college? Then go check out our free ebook at www.collegemoneyacademy.com forward slash ebook. And then join the One Step Away Challenge at www.collegemoneyacademy.com.